Should we just do a round of applause to start this one off? We, sh we should do <laughs> a Everybody? round of applause. Trail. It's a trail. It's a trail. Dave. And Dave. Wow. Don't want to say I called it, but I almost did call it. Yep. I said we're going to shoot four. We shot two. Yep. So we are back. This is what? Episode three, this episode three. of the Antelope Extravaganza. Big Hunt Guys podcast. Big Hunt Guys podcast. Yeah, it made it sound like it was the Antelope Extravaganza podcast. And die. <laughs> Do you think that one's taken already? That's what, that's <laughs> what we'll we call should. the series. Maybe we'll call the series that. Yeah. I think this series so far has been what doesn't come to water. But and today, how have the tides have changed? Yep. Tides changed. It was kind right. of a cloudy start, though. Yeah, it was foggy, foggy all morning. Yeah, socked in, foggy, couldn't see 300 yards. Everything was drenched. My pants were drenched. Yeah, ground mm -hmm. was wet. All the vegetation was I got wet. I the ground blind, and, like, the, the screen sh it shook it off, and it's just water flew everywhere. Yeah. I didn't know if it was going to burn off either. I thought, yeah. this might take a while. But it finally did. Took a while, though. Yeah, it did, and then it, it heated up. It never got too hot. It's maybe mm -hmm. 80 degrees, I'd I say. Think it, I think it topped out at 80 degrees today, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, tide tides kind of turned. Finally had a finally had a buck come in. All right, Trail, tell us your story. Yeah, you, you go first. Us, or should we should we lead like yeah. lead off with the downside and then bring it the yeah, positivity up at the end? <laughs> okay. Yeah, lead. Okay. Like, I want to make sure these listeners listen the whole way. That's that right. That's out. right. Yeah. What's the downside? Yeah. What's the downside, dude? That I stalked around and didn't have an antelope to shoot all day. <laughs> what did you and Neville do? We stalked all day. We stalked all day. So did, we did you start off the blind? No. Nope. We <laughs> literally got over to our spot where our blinds are and instantly spotted a buck. So I hopped out. Neville looped all the way around up on top. I don't know if you can call it up on top, just a little hill. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got in position. He busted up the moo cow decoy. That antelope I was stalking locked eyes on that thing. And gave me enough time to sneak a little bit, belly crawl for a long time, and I was soaked. Like you said, like the dew this morning, I was constantly taking my left hand and like having to dry it off. Every time I hold my bow, it was slick. Wow. So I'm sitting there belly crawling up. The antelope's locked on that moo cow, but unfortunately, it hated everything about that cow. Decoy, just absolutely was not liking it. I did think you were getting pretty close. I was. Because I'd, I'd glass it, and I could see Brady coming from the left, and this antelope was just staring at me. Yeah. So it was really good. He drew the tension, but the antelope started to make that little kazoo sound, and was like, I was like, why? You were like maybe a 1,000 yards away. Yeah. You were far, you were far How away. How far were like, you? I, w I got to, I think it was one one fourteen, hmm. and the antelope was totally looking away the whole time, had that attention drawn on that cow, hmm. but it just hated it, and all of a sudden the antelope just psh, ran away. And then I doubled back down, stocked it again, got to 150, and then I was still kind of looking at the cow. Never saw me the whole time. They seem to like that 120 to 150 range yeah. from any any yeah. topography or objects. Yep. Yeah, it was yeah. weird. I saw I saw a group today with probably 15 black Angus walk right by 15 yards. I think that decoy sucks. <laughs> when you, you look at like it, it doesn't eat. I don't know if it really looks like a cow. Well, let's be fair. I, I put up the antelope decoy today, and I, I had the same result. Yeah. They ran, oh, really? They ran the other way. Yeah. yeah. How many stocks do you think we got, though, Neville, total? <sighs> I probably went on five or six. Yeah, I went on, what, two? You went on more than two. I let you do a lot. I don't think I went on two. Two or three? Yeah, maybe maybe three. You guys got after it then today. We were seeing a lot of bucks. Yeah. Mm. 
At one point, though, I got to what I think was maybe like 82 yards mm-hmm. on a buck. Perfect position. I actually, we glassed him from across the canyon, did the old rangefinder tool trick, marked where I thought the buck was based on the yardage. We looped all the way around, came in up and over him. And then I could see he had got up, he was bedded, and started working down his little finger. So I looped back around again, got above, and luckily it was one of those situations where it's finally like a slight cliff. And like animals right down below me. And I just like walked up to this edge of the cliff. I was like, there's no way it's going to keep working. Kept going further and further. I'm like, I'm going to be right on top of this thing. All of a sudden I could see his little horn sticking up. So I ranged beyond him and it was like 94, 96 yards. I was like, well, he's pretty much closer than that. I didn't want to like lean up further to him to see me. So I just Mm -hmm. ranged behind him and I snuck up a little bit and all these does to my right, they were like, again, 600 yards away, a big pile of does. They saw me and they were making all their noise. And all of a sudden these does start running off his buck just takes off and starts chasing after those does. And I was like, my gosh, I'm that close on a. They're really hard to get to full draw on. Yeah. Spot spot and stock. I mean, I've found a number of times that like you can get within range, but to actually get your limbs bent back is pretty damn tough. Yeah. I was so close to being able to draw back and get like a little bit yards further. And and the buck would have walked a little bit closer to me. And it would have been perfect because a little, like, cut in the bank. And I was like, gotcha. my gosh, it would have been. There's not many animals that are harder to spot and stock with bow, mm-hmm. I don't think. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. There's probably they some pretty good arguments to be made, but. I Maybe coos deer? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Smaller target. They <laughs> yeah. are tough. Yeah, they are really skittish. That 100-yard 100, 100 yard barrier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just getting under 100 yards. You had a lot of awesome stocks today, Neville, too. Ugh, Neville's shit. a good stalker. Who's belly crawling through that? Neville's what, a ninja? Mound you yeah, ran Neville into? is a ninja. Yeah. And we're in this one place that kept, it's like kind of bluffy, cliffy. And I kept coming from the bottom and they'd bed like towards the top of it. But. The thing I've noticed about Neville is that uh, he's really good about not forcing things. So if he gets to a point where, you know, it's it's either just keep going and hope for the best or, you know what, reassess and back out and take another direction. I've seen him multiple times back out i mean crawl the same way he just crawled to go back around and get a better yeah. angle and i don't think a lot of people have i myself included a lot of times i don't have that much patience i just yeah. try to force it you know and, and hope for the best when in reality that's not the case never works yeah it doesn't work very often yeah sure. patience starts to wear off towards the end though <laughs> <laughs> you're like son of a bitch yeah it's hard no we had we had some good close calls the lot the second to last talk I went on, I was doing the same thing, coming from the bottom. Saw him. He's like 100 yards away, and I could just see see his horns over the grass. And the plan was, like, if I couldn't get any closer, I was going to have Brady, like, pop over the hill and just, like, flash his cow decoy, so then he'd stand up and look. I'm just belly crawling up, belly crawling up. I get up. I'm like, God, I have to be, like, right on top of this thing. And I just, like, kind of slowly peek my head up. And this thing is way up the hill, and I can see him walking. He, like, somehow there's 10 does that came out of nowhere. I don't know where those does came from. And Brady's sitting right here in the truck, and these does are just walking. And Brady's just, like, glassing. I'm like, oh, my God, these things are going to walk right by him. Then one goes, like, through the cut, looks up at Brady, runs off. It, ran, it, it actually walked a little bit embedded 110 yards away from my truck. Yeah, because I was outside. I, already, I had my bow sitting there, so I was like, wow. I might actually get a shot at a buck if he comes up and over. <laughs> and then they all just started filtering through. And then, like, all the does would, like, go three. They'd see you, run, yeah. run. And then the buck was the last one, I thought. Yeah. For my angle, too, I was like, oh, this is, like, a 20-yard shot. 
Yeah. Hmm. And I think that was hard, too, because we both agreed. I don't know what time it was. It was Let's say it was like 2.15. At 2.15, I was going to take the decoy and move up that hill. And then when I saw you, how slow, I could see you, your top of your head. I was like, you were moving so slow, it looked like you were belly crawling. So at that point, I was like, I don't think I should go to the decoy because I think he's probably close range. I didn't want to spook anything. So I never put the decoy up to like draw their attention. Hindsight, maybe I still should have, but I thought you were so close. And I didn't agree to our 315 I think he already got up. I think he saw those does coming. I think he got up and went and hung out with them. Because then how far did the buck come by you? Uh, He was like 140, 150. But, yeah. The old 140, 150. That's that's about all of them. Have a good stock. I don't need a range finder anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You just know it's going to be 150. (laughs) Right. That is exactly right. Fun day, though, sounds like. Oh, yeah. gosh, yeah, it was a riot. We put on so many stocks. It's fun doing that. Yeah. Especially since you know that, like, if it, if and when it fails, on give you next. 30 more minutes, find yep. another one. It, we're literally just doing this loop. We just yeah, did we a circle. You saw the same buck twice? Oh, oh yeah. Every I time wonder. we come back, they'd be in the exact same spot again. <laughs> <laughs> and they they're like, to be oh, there. man, I know, it's, I know all These guys this. are like, wow, here comes these morons again, <laughs> yep. chasing yeah. me around. They humbled us quite a then bit. Then Brady was thinking, he's like, well, they've probably run so much today, they got to be thirsty tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little dehydrated. It's, a, it's part of a bigger plan. Yeah. <laughs> run them hard today. <laughs> Make them thirsty for tomorrow. Yeah. I like it. But, yeah, then towards the end of the day, we got the best text you can always receive from our boy Dave Brinker over here. Nope. Shot one, he said. I shot my mom, I thought. Or, no, no, that was later. <laughs> 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 I was like, what? The fat finger. Fat, fat finger, fat finger. Yeah, I uh, spot and st- I didn't even see an antelope. It was foggy this morning, Dewey. Yeah. We already talked about that, but I didn't. E- I was at zero until like I don't remember what time it was. Nine. Really? I could not find an antelope anywhere. Then the fog lifted, and in the normal spots that I've been going the last couple of days, there was zero. At least I couldn't see him. So I decided to go look at some some different country, and I. I went out to this new spot and put my binos up and probably the biggest buck I've seen on the entire trip. Hmm. Um, all by himself out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, it looked like he was like beelining to a, uh, a water source. And there was a, a way that I could get over there before he got there. So I, I went over there and I actually just kind of, made a little makeshift blind by this water source and waited for him, waited for him. Nothing happened. And I pretty soon I peaked cause that's what I do. <laughs> and uh, he was still like 500 yards away. So I, I actually, cause I didn't want to waste my entire day there. Mm-hmm. I tried the old antelope decoy. Oh, and let me tell you what, <laughs> it did not work wonders. <laughs> they do not like decoys over here no, in this area. Don't. He ran as soon as I put it up. Um, and then, uh, so what I backed out of there and I actually went to where I, on a high point to where I could see where he went and he, he got a doe and they actually went and bedded in a really nice spot. And, uh, I made like a half mile loop, came up over the top of him. The wind was, it was right when the fog was just lifting and the wind was still trying to figure out what it wanted to do. So it was a little frustrating because I got right above him at like, what did I tell you it was? 68 or 69 yards or something like that. And I was putting air on the string. I was going to confirm the range. And the wind was just going like this. And pretty soon I, I hear the kazoo. And I, and, I, and I see them 
So that was stock number one. And then I had a, like a midday stock that I got 150 on, on a buck that was just feeding up the valley here. Um, and then there's been this buck I've seen all three days, bedded in the same spot almost every day. Yesterday I tried stalking him twice, and every time I got over there I'd realize there's no way to get close to him, so I'd end up walking back to my truck, or whatever you want to call my Jeep either. <laughs> Old blue. The compass. Blue. <laughs> we, sh we should have parked this but thing today, right in the back of us. Yeah. Today he was bedded a little bit closer to the ridge, and I thought, I'm going to try it one more time. Like he's got. I measured it with the range finding tool. I did all the things, and I got over there, and I had his, the spot where he was wrong. He was still 100 and I think it was 126 yards or something from the closest I could. But then I found a little spot where I could go, I could belly crawl around and try to get to his level and then try to side hill over to him. So I spent two hours of my shoes off. Oh, gosh. Like <laughs> butt crawling through cactus. That's why I have cactus all oh, over. Oh, yeah. And I got down there and I literally only cut 30 yards off. He <laughs> <laughs> was still 100 yards. Oh, no. Um, anyways, long story short, I, I busted them. But while I was there, I glassed over at a water hole that you guys, had, uh, that we have a blind on. And I could see antelope in the valley behind them like 500 yards but behind the blind. And I thought, well, I got nothing better to do. Maybe I'll go over there and sit the blind. So I, w I went over there and I got out of the, the old ch compass and... uh <laughs> They had already gone like halfway to to the water by the time I got there. They there moved was, so fast. Yeah, and there it's was no crazy. way I could get in the blind. Hmm. So the only option was to figure out a way to get as close as I could to the water without being in the blind. And actually it worked out pretty good because the wind was a little screwed up if I'd have been in the blind. So I, I snuck over to the other side of the water and kind of hid in the bushes. Uh, there was two trees with some shade, and I just laid down this tall green grass. And I just sat there for like an hour and 45 minutes watching these things. And finally just I'd one – it's funny. You can watch them. One doe commits and starts trotting. Yeah. And then the whole herd lines up. And here they come. And the water holes 30 yards from this, this grass I'm hiding in. And uh, one by one, all the does water, and I just keep laying down on the grass. Uh and the buck, there's two bucks with them, one small buck and one good buck. But he was all the way in the back, so I knew I had to let all the does go through first without getting picked out. Because I'm, I'm literally, I'm not in a blind. I'm, like, hiding in grass under two. So you're still laying down at this point? Yes. The, whole time. the only two trees I've seen all week. <laughs> I'm laying under them <laughs> in the grass. And a couple times the does kind of looked over at me. And, I mean, it, you could see me. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but then they're like, eh. You know, yeah. stick drink. And uh, pretty soon the buck, the bigger buck, comes down the hill, and all the does leave, which is awesome, obviously, to get your bow drawn. And I was worried about having to try to find a hole to shoot through him. And that buck just comes and buries his head in the water at 33 yards. And uh, when I drew, my arrow tinked on something. I don't know if it was my rest or something, because I, I, I had to pick it up out of the grass, and I, like, moved it, and it tinked. Anyways, he just, him and the small buck just look at me. And I, I drew and I shot. And the shot felt good, but he did whirl a little bit. And I mm -hmm. could tell the arrow went in kind of where I wanted it to. But when he whirled, it, it created a a little bit of an awkward, like more of a quartering too. Yep. And it was close enough to dark where I decided that 
I watched him go out there and, and lay down, but I didn't think it was a great idea to, to push it Push tonight. it? Yeah. So Better to be safe. So we'll be back tomorrow. We'll go find back, him. Back oh, yeah. first thing in the morning find to, him to get him. Find him first thing in the morning. He'll be right there. Yeah, he'll be yeah, right there. door now. But, yeah, it was a – it's an eventful day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. What time was it that you shot it? <clears throat> I don't remember. The whole day's a blur. You, what time did he text us? It was like 6? It was late. Super late. It probably came in at 5.30. I didn't think it was that late. Let's see. I thought it was like 5, maybe? No, I shot. I think I shot it at 5.45. Okay. I didn't think it was too late. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was the text he said. He said, we're leaving mom. <laughs> <laughs> we are leaving mom tonight. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, and then I then I got the text that I loved to get from Trail, including a explicit word. Yeah. <laughs> BBD. Yeah, I, shot a, I shot a bug. Congrats, yeah. Trail. Is that what you were trying to do? Yeah, I thought you were just trying to read books. Yeah, I was. Water. I did read a lot of a book today. I read. The thing read the audience should know is that even though it was foggy this morning, after the fog, the weather changed back to normal weather. Like it yeah. was clear. Hot, and sunny dry, and yeah. hot and dry with no thunderstorms or clouds all day. And it seems like that switch that makes them want to drink yep. got switched on tonight again. Yeah. Clear skies, no wind, calm, direct sunlight. So the weather that we needed the previous few three days, days ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I set the blind. Um got in there. I'd left my rangefinder <laughs> last night in what the blind. Uh, what so else was, did you leave this morning? Oh, oh yeah, I got out of the truck with my arrows. <laughs> Dropped him off. Yeah, literally, I got, almost. Were <coughs> I got in the blind, and I sat down, and I like looked, and I was like, "Oh man!" And so I pulled out my phone, and I was like, almost so embarrassed. I'm like, I don't know, maybe I just won't even text him. Maybe I'll just let it ride and just spend the day in the blind filming antelope and taking pictures. <laughs> but I shot Neville a text and said, "Hey, I for- forgot my arrows in the truck. Just leave them, and I'll hike down the road and get them." But those guys were nice enough to bring him back. But yeah, I was pretty embarrassed. <laughs> Trail was trying to wreck Neville and I's whole morning. Pretty, That's what he was. Pretty his goal was, yeah. I think that was his goal. His goal was yeah, yeah. to make us late to our hunting spot. I so yeah, got my arrows back and then climbed in the blind and just pretty uneventful day for the most part. I didn't see. I saw a few antelope here and there, just out in the valley. And then could you, know, you even see that far past your blind this morning with the fog? No, I couldn't see probably more than three hundred yards for yeah. a long time. Which is okay because I figured you guys were having the same experience somewhere else, you know. Yeah, we were all doing all the yeah, same thing. Every, everybody was kind of socked in the There fog. was no good option to, for that. Yep. But I think about the time I got the text message from Dave that he'd shot a buck. Um, I started looking out in the valley and I could see one buck with seven or eight does. And he was just kind of working the valley, but I could see he was kind of working my way. And... uh I just kept watching and, you know, slow, 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 slow. And I've never had a buck come into water late. Like, typically, if they come in, they're going to come in from, like, 11 to 5. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I've never had one come in like that traditional, like an elk wood or a mule deer where, mm-hmm. like, you know, right at dark. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't real optimistic that he was going to make the trip because, um, you know, the sun was getting low in the sky. And he kind of dipped below the hill, and I did see him go underneath the fence, which was between – you know, him and, and where my water hole was. So, you know, I thought, well, he's committed to something because he wouldn't have crossed that fence otherwise, you know. So so I'm going to the fence, and, um, you know, it was probably f- ten five minutes after sundown, 
And I did pick up my bow. I had my bow in my hand, hand on the release, just in case something came in. But I'd packed up all my stuff and just looked out the blind and straight away on the horizon, I could see this buck and he was down in profile and he paused for maybe five or 10 seconds, just looked around and then he came on a full trot. <laughs> and um, Thirsty. Yeah, thirsty. And I had I had the tank and then just beyond the tank, maybe 20 yards, there's like a natural, you know, little pond, right? That's open, not a tank. And I kind of anticipated the antelope going to it because I thought, you know, it's the more natural of the two. You know, this the other one's a metal mm-hmm. tank, but he ran straight to that metal tank. I mean, did not hesitate at all, dropped his head right in the water. Um, as soon as he dropped his head in the water, I came to full draw, kind of anticipating that maybe he might, you know, see me or... And I just kind of weighed him out. And usually antelope, when I've shot them over water, they don't drink that long. You know, mm-hmm. they, they take a few drinks. And then when they pull up their head to leave, I mean, they're gone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he drank for probably a minute and a half. And I was at full draw for a really long time. <laughs> and uh, I was getting to the point where I was like, I'm either going to have to let down or figure something out. So I just started making kissing noises at him. And he picked his head up and looked at me. It was 25 yards. So I shot him frontal and just... I mean, I couldn't have, I couldn't have drawn an X on his chest any better. Just dead X'd him. Yeah, that arrow went all the way through. Yeah, arrow went the complete length of his body, so through his chest and out the back end. Right out the rear. Full full penetration. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Made a pretty good. That's so awesome, too. man. Well, I gotta say, yeah, I admire your patience. You have stayed at that water. Well, maybe not that one, but at water. Yeah. For three full days now? Yeah, two two, with, two with full days. no action, basically. Yeah. No drinks. Yeah. That takes it, a lot of patience that I, I don't have. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I mean, I think spotting the stock's awesome. I just, I think every hunter, I mean, this is a lesson for me, and I don't, I think everybody kind of has to play to their strengths, and I'm a pretty patient guy. Like, I don't mind waiting. I can wait. You know, I don't, I don't mind it. I like the solitude. I like the time to think. I read. Um, you know, I don't mind that at all. And so I'm a pretty patient hunter. So, you know, I think play to your strengths. You know, if you're mm-hmm. you're good at spotting stock, you're good at covering country, you know, you're super, you know, meticulous and you can make those stocks count, then I think that's awesome. But, like, for me, you know, I, I don't mind hunting water. I actually really like it. I definitely like it when they're coming in. Yeah, when they're coming <laughs> in, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I don't I don't mind it when they're not, you know. just takes one. That's right. just takes one. I tell Neville that all the time. I never think it's going to happen, and then it does in a blink of an eye, just like it did yeah. tonight. So. Yeah. And really, if you think about it, I mean, as long as you're patient, yeah, you, all, you don't need 100 to come in. Nope. You just need <laughs> one because yeah. the shot's so good. And spot and stock, we were talking about this earlier. I mean, I'm sure there's guys out there that are, like, rock stars at it, but. I think it's like you might get in shooting range like one out of ten ish mm-hmm. if you're if you're a right. decent hunter. Yeah. Um, and if but if you average it out over time, there's a pretty good argument that you probably would have been better off just sitting water anyway, because by the time the guy that's spotting stocking gets one, more than likely you're mm-hmm. gonna have that great shot, mm-hmm. twenty five yard shot out of the water happen. It's just if you can deal with all the downtime. That's yeah. where I struggle. Yeah. Because I like going out. I actually have really enjoyed learning this country. Like sure. I've, I've seen a lot of it. I've got to know a couple of different bucks. But I've also. <laughs> You've stocked a lot of bucks. <laughs> yeah. I've, Let's just be honest here. I have. Touched a lot of them. I, got, yeah. got to know. Old Blue has traveled a lot. Old Blue has been around. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a really, really fun night. 
got back to camp. Neville made some brats. I was able to get that buck quartered out and get him hung. So grab the head trail for the camera. And we grab the head. Yeah. It's a little gruesome, right? Yeah, we don't want to do that. What do you mean it's gruesome? I just lopped off the head. Yeah. It's too much. I'm just sitting here staring at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's a, a nice buck. Nice buck. <laughs> yeah, not a, not a giant by any means, but a great, you know, mature buck. So I was pumped with him. Heck yeah. Now we got, he's hanging we, in the barn too. Sweet. Now it's Brady and uh, Neville's turn. Brady and Neville, we'll get Dave's out tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. Neville and I haven't seen a antelope hit water. I think all. that's going to change tomorrow. It's supposed to be hot tomorrow, too, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's supposed to be the hottest day. Yeah, it'll help. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a good day, though. It was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was fun it was to you guys, see you guys have some success. Fun to get on the board for this year. Yeah. That was right. And I like antelope, too. Elk I mean, time. They, they eat really well. Yeah, time to go hunt out now. First blood drawn. Always yeah. a good one. Yep. Well, good deal. That is a good deal. <laughs> All right, Brady, hit him with the promo. Wrap, wrap it up, Brady. <laughs> Brady with the hit him with the promo. I was waiting for you guys to say that my, my, my turn to. Do you want me to wrap it up with the promo? We yeah, got to yeah, so. go to bed. We got to go to bed. We got five minutes. It, for everyone <laughs> listening, it is 1130 at night right now. Yeah, everyone, everyone we do with these is late. It's super late, and we have to get up again. We've been getting like four hours of sleep. Yeah. Yeah, so just to close out, uh, again, you know, we appreciate it if you listen to the, the Big Hunt Guys podcast. We do have a promo code, which is podcast. Yep, podcast. We're, we're pretty simple. So the promo code is podcast. If you decide that you want to use the promo code podcast to sign up for Go Hunt Insider, which is the research platform, you get draw odds, filtering 2.0, the application strategy articles, as well as the map app and the uh, desktop version of maps. Uh, you use that promo code, you're going to get 50 points to the Go Hunt Gear Shops. So that's good for $50. Uh, if you just want to sh- sign up for Explorer, which is the map app um, portion of our website, you just need the maps for your phone, your desktop. Um, that promo code will get you 20 points. That's $20 to the Go Hunt Gear Shop. So use that promo code podcast. Um, no offense, Dave. We're trying to whip out. We're trying to beat up on some of our other affiliates. You know. Take, yeah. take the top spot for promo code. So <laughs> that you won't have a hard time winning that. For me. <laughs> <laughs> so use use the promo code podcast, um, and we'll be back again, you know, tomorrow night with a recap. Hopefully, Neville and Brady wrap it up with a couple more bucks. Two more to go, boys. Two more. Two to go. more. I'm feeling good. All right, we're really good. I'm ready to draw my bow back. Finally. Oh my god! <laughs> Hope I can lens. do it. I haven't drawn it back in so long. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Catch you, catch you tomorrow.